Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's here, Nick. What's here? It's amazing. What? It's amazing. What? I feel so emotional. Oh, it's not a new book, is it? It's our new book. Oh, my God. Oh, it is? Here it is. Look at it. It's oh, there. look at that. that I'm so that, excited to honestly, see this I even, honestly. so emotional about that because that book was obviously written down all over lockdown and it really represents kind of something so positive from our lockdown experience. We're the Speakmans, married couple, life change therapists, TV therapists, authors of many books, including our absolutely fantastic super duper new one, Everyday Confidence. Yep, and during lockdown, we developed a bit of a habit of watching Netflix, didn't we? We certainly yeah, did. I didn't yes. even know what Netflix was properly until until lockdown. Uh, but most of the time, we worked together showing people how to conquer various anxieties that they might have, like OCD, PTSD, confidence issues, panic attacks, or an eating disorder. Now, by sharing what others have been able to overcome, as well as our own unique approaches, we really believe you'll feel able to make a change in your life. Eva, have you got your peppermint tea? I have. Alrighty then. This is Making the Change. Yes, everyday confidence. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to ring the good news bell. <laughs> right, because I don't think we've rung it today. And no, this is... This is... The, uh, in fact, it's going to get a, an extra special ring. I'm going to give it a bit of vibrato. Is that right? Is that right, the right off word? you go. Right, Start okay. ringing. Right. I'm going to go and shout Liv and Hunter to come and see the new book. Hang on a sec, let me just give him a shout. Liv! Liv, Hunter, come here! Ay, ay, ay. Look what's arrived. Look at this. Look Can this. you believe? Does it's... that look better in the flesh than it did on yes. the picture? Yeah, it actually yes. does. That is so nice. It's so nice seeing it after you put all that work into it. So I remember over lockdown, you were writing it so many hours. I know. Did you feel neglected? I did. We felt like the book was coming before us. Yeah. <laughs> no, honestly, uh, that's beautiful. That, a... That's I think that's the nicest book you've ever written. Like to look. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not, not talking about the contents necessarily. I don't know. Well, the content's saying. even better because if you can see, <laughs> no, actually, yeah, it looks amazing. Uh, honestly, I am so thrilled with this. Uh, everyday confidence boost your self worth and build unshakable confidence. Oh, I'd have to have a look at it. I actually can't wait to it. read it. I know, and you should. I mean, I know you've read bits of it anyway whilst we were whilst we were. Yeah, but can I just, can I, read it. it can you just mention really my nice. quote that's on the back here? It's never too late to make a change and live the life that you deserve. And it is so very. Yes. Nice. I think this is the book you've been the most excited about. I think it is. So. Yeah, it is because I think it's really applied to me and my life because yeah. obviously when when I met your dad. But do you know what? But confidence affects every single thing that we yeah, do in life. It Everything. Does. It does. Yeah. 
Anyway, Liv Hunter, you can go back to whatever it was you're doing because uh, I've got an email that I would like to share with your dad, uh, which is actually, Nick, really interesting. Oh, go on, fire yeah. away, go and, on. And I, tell, I don't, know if you, I don't think you've seen it. this email, but i tell you why I think it's interesting because a lot of people that have symptoms of anxiety actually don't recognise them as such. And I think this is such a great example of that. Um, so this is a lady called Susan. And she said, um, she said, hi, when I'm nervous or worried about something, I heave, but never sick. I could oh, be in the car driving to work. I can sit in work heaving, but never sick. My doctor says it will pass. Ten years later, I still do this. Can you imagine that heaving constantly? Um, anyway, she said, my mum passed away in 2010 and I was and am still devastated. Two babies and a wonderful husband who is a policeman. I do worry about him going to work and ask him all the time if he has to go. I only ever heave in front of my dad, husband and my girls. But I need to try and stop this. I know when it started, but I can't bring my mum back. So how can I stop it? I never cry. There is nothing as bad as losing your mum. So if anything happens, a switch goes off in my head to say this so that I don't cry. I can walk about the house getting ready, heaving. And my husband says... You don't even know you're doing it. And that's from Susan. Isn't that interesting? She's obviously not, not grieved for a month. Obviously. It's pent up inside her, isn't it? Yeah. Well, wow. well, it is. It's just like this pressure cooker yeah. that, that is kind of bubbling away, bubbling away. But also what I think is interesting, I think it's twofold. So as far as Susan goes, and, and the thing is, we always look for evidence. You know, that's... That's what we do. We look for evidence as to, you know, when did it start? What so was how happening? long has this been going on? Well, she said that that was 10 years ago that she saw a doctor about it. So Yeah, but and it's also interesting that she only does it in front of her family. Exactly. But, but she can control it everywhere else. Exactly. However, what I think is going on here is, number one, I think the foundation of this is because, sadly, she lost her mum. Yeah. And she's not dealt with that yet, which I'll talk about in a moment. But the second thing is... Because of that, and this is what happens in life, isn't it? Something happens and then if it's something that hurts us, if it's something that's unpleasant, if it's something that causes embarrassment or sadness or, or fear, then what we then do is, without even realising it, we set up a protection response against anything that could be like that. Again, now, interesting, her husband's a police officer. Yes. He goes Go to work every day. She's now got this underlying learning that... People that I love could leave me, could die, could pass away. And so, he's in a job where it's pretty dangerous. Or it could be. Yeah. So she is on heightened alert constantly. So that could also be a contributor to the fact that she heaves. Now, what's really interesting, and, and just like, let's, you know, reflecting, let's look at uh, and talk about lesser known symptoms of anxiety because there's a lot of people out there that are struggling, just like Susan, and may not, like I said, may not even identify it. But as far as, Susan goes, you know, the fact is, is that our fight or flight response, which is this wonderful, wonderful protection mechanism, what that actually does is because it's so busy trying to protect us. So what it's actually, it's, its priority is to keep us safe through making us be able to run faster, to be able to get away from any possible dangers, to make us stronger if we need to fight or the freeze mechanism as well. So what actually happens is when all that starts to happen and, and we trigger our fight or flight response and we trigger our protection response, then things like our digestion is suddenly not a priority. And this is why people that have anxiety issues may find that they do have digestive issues because you know the, the body is so busy dealing with the fight or flight response and that's the emergency that 
it sort of says, right, okay, you know, you're not important to me. So suddenly your digestive system doesn't work as efficiently because it isn't a priority. And that can lead to those feelings of feeling sick or stomach aches or cramps or, or those kind of like where your tummy feels like it's flipping and butterflies, which can then lead to, to nausea or actually being sick or heaving and things like diarrhea. So first of all, Susan, I think that it's important to understand. Does Susan think that this is because of that? Or has she had any medical tests and she think there's something no, you know, medically wrong with no, it? No, I think from what she's saying here is I know when it started, but I right, can't bring okay. my mum back. Because so. a lot of people, because you know, we're talking lesser known symptoms of anxiety, a lot of people do go down the biological route and think, oh, there's something wrong here without considering that actually now it's something that happened to you. Yeah. And what's interesting is that she has been to the doctor. So that's that's important because obviously if something's, you know, something's not right about us, absolutely, we should always just make sure that everything's okay and get checked out. However, you know, she said it was 10 years ago. So moving forward, first of all, I think the things that important for Susan to do is to to understand that first this is grief to stop stopping herself from crying because that let it out let it out because because she's not crying that's why she's starting to heave because that's the response that she's having as opposed to crying so number one stop trying to convince yourself not to cry crying is a great thing to do isn't it because it really helps to release some of those emotions so do cry I think that's important she might need to actually have some grief counseling because that might help yeah I think also to you know our our statement as we always say look you've got to see this in a better way and your mum died 10 years ago so don't make her life about her death because that's what's happening. What you're actually doing is you're grieving and you're thinking about the fact about her loss as opposed to how she added value to your life. Yes. And one thing that I would say to you, Susan, and this might this might sound a little bit harsh, but please know it's coming from a good place and from a place of real care and, and love and compassion because, you know, we've both lost people. Nick's lost both his parents. And what I've got to tell you is that you're fifty percent of your mum, you know, your mum, your your part, your half mum, half your dad, in essence, and therefore your mum has left you here as her ambassador, and that's what you need to be. So knowing that you're fifty percent your mum, and that you she has left you here, you know, why do we have children? Because we leave them behind as our ambassadors on this earth, and and as her ambassador, you need to ensure that her fifty percent that lives on through you is actually having a happy life and enjoying herself and doing the things that she now can't do, but she can do through you. So that is what I would actually like you to now to start to consider and start to consider all the great things that you did with your mum, talk to your family about all the great times, start start making her life a celebration. And the final thing is obviously about the fact that her husband's a police officer. What advice would you give her on that, Nick? Well, the fact is, number one, I mean, we don't know this. I'd ask the question, was he a police officer when you met him? I assumed that he probably was. How long has he been a police officer? You know, in that time, has anything actually gone wrong with him in his job? Does he enjoy his job? Obviously, you want your husband to be happy, so why would you not want him to do the job that he wants? And I understand that she's become hypervigilant yeah. and, uh, because of her mum. But before her mum passed away, he was still a policeman, yeah. I assume. And then you've got to ask yourself the question, did your mum pass away because she was a police officer and she died on the beat? That's another good point. See, I'm on, yes, I'm yeah. on a roll, Nick. 
I'm on a roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make a confession now. I'm, I'm going to make a confession and talking about like lesser known symptoms of anxiety. I'm going to put it out there. Mine is, if I'm nervous and I feel anxious, I have to go to the toilet. Do you really? Yep. I'm a pooper. That's well, I know thing. you're a pooper. Uh, <laughs> I know. And do you know what? It's funny. I don't know, I don't know if I told you this because it was a weekend. Uh, just talking about poop. Uh, I saw a guy just further up the road from us and he was shoveling some uh, horse poo into a bag. Really? And I just thought, well, you know, was like, I thought well, that's a strange thing to do, isn't it? And so I just said to him, why are you doing that? He said, oh, I'm actually taking it home. He said, because I'm going to put it on my rhubarb. And I thought, well, I like rhubarb, but I'd rather have custard on mine, wouldn't you? <laughs> you know, like, it's each to their own. <laughs> oh, that's quite funny, that, Nick. Well done. That's really... You're welcome, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, but that's yeah. that's that's. He didn't appreciate it. Though, to be fair, did no. not. What yeah. about you? What's your what What's your uh, thing when it comes to like if you feel nervous or anxious? Do you have Do you have something? That's, I yeah. don't know because you know what I, I I actually can't say that I really feel nervous or anxious. To be fair, no. But I'm sure in the past, remember what was it we were doing, and you were nervous. And you had chest pains, and remember, I I had to talk to the doctor because I was like, I just want to make sure that it's nothing serious. Because I'm no. getting old. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah. no chest palpitations. Uh, yeah, I, sorry, I do remember that to a degree, but yeah. I've no idea what it was. No, what, I can't what, remember what, what it was. It was a while ago. What was that ago. in my life? And you were like pestering because I had some chest pains. Yeah, um, I don't remember, but I remember when. No, was no, that. no, it wasn't. It wasn't anxiety. I'd, I'd pulled a muscle in my chest at the gym. That's okay. what it was. All oh, right, then I'll, yeah, tell, I'll, I'll tell you what. When Liv was at Oxford and she was coming to her finals, yeah. she was having chest pains because uh, obviously she was really stressed out and and she was really shocked. And I again made her true, just yeah. go and check it out because you always should. Obviously, when it's anything around the chest area, you should always. But the reason that that happens and the reason when we are anxious that we we do get chest pain and we do have uh, palpitation is because basically the 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 heart is beating faster so that we can get more blood around yeah. our body and then we start to hyperventilate to oxygenate that blood uh, so we start sort of con- taking in more breaths and stuff and, and all this and all this like this um, contraction of, of blood vessels can actually lead to chest pain which kind of feels like you get it right across your chest so you know that's another lesser known symptom I guess of anxiety can you think of there's quite a lot isn't blurred there? vision yes yeah some people say that the vision goes blurred and then that Brain fog where you just feel like you can't do anything. Yeah. I think I've actually had that, you know. I'm trying to think, well, I can't remember when, but I think I've had that where you just feel like just frozen and you can't focus on anything. Yeah. yeah, you, yeah, just, yeah. You, you just don't know what to do. Yeah, and, should I, and another one. Hang on a second. Can you hear something? Yeah, what is that? You know what? I bet that's Anthony on the piano. Anthony? Anthony, is that you? What's that that you were playing? Football's coming home. Are you getting excited about the final? A little what? bit, yeah, a little bit. I don't know what. First final in 55 years. It's mental, it's mental, it's crazy. Isn't it fantastic? Very exciting. It very is really exciting. You never know what's going on in our own home. <laughs> we? You know, we walk around and it's like, what What next? <laughs> like, that, that was brilliant, actually. It really cheered yeah. me up. Uh, but um, you are supposed to be working in the office right now. You are. Um, but that was so nice. It's going to be on repeat now. It's going to be on repeat until, until we win. So. Okay, so we're going to have this I'll in the office it. every day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, no, it is fantastic, honestly. I was going to say, though, I, I really think that we can win. And, and the reason being, the England managers in recent times haven't been that great. And I remember when, obviously, you know, I was a twinkle in my mother's eye when the world when England won the World Cup. Uh, but Alf Ramsey, who was the manager at the time, even before this started, any of the games, Alf Ramsey came out and said, we are going to win the World Cup, 
right? And he said it all the way through and he inspired the players. And I don't think since Alf Ramsey there's been an England manager that's ever done that. But Gareth Southgate is not one... Because you know, all the England managers have, have said... Oh, we've got a chance, you yeah, know. That's we, true. You when know, you see the we might win, you know. We're, you know, we've got a good chance tonight. Southgate never says that, you know. He's like, yeah, we're, yeah, having, we're it. having it, yeah. And 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 that's the difference. And the thing is, you've got to inspire people. You've got to make people believe that they can actually win. And, they and can. I think, yeah, and you know, I I really think we're we're, we're going to do. I just love it. I just love the fact that it gives us a reason to celebrate and just think, yes. And what we said for years, though, Eva, when England are doing well. In you know, in any sports, and, and the country can get behind them. That you can just feel oh, the country it's just feels lovely. Just, yeah. it is, it's so lovely. But uh, yeah, Anthony, you're supposed anyway, to be in the office that. working right now. Uh, but yes. as part of our as part of our, our team, we're talking about lesser known symptoms of anxiety. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you, like, when you get anxious, do you have anything that's maybe a little bit unusual or that's different when you when you feel anxious? Um, first thing is a lack of sleep. If there's something that's happening the, the following day that is out of my comfort zone. I can't sleep the night before. It's just one of those things. Yep. Either interrupted sleep or, or no sleep at all. But also, yeah, I, I sweat. I sweat. So I, I remember in my last job, there'd be on a Monday at 10 a.m., there'd be like a meeting, a board meeting with senior stakeholders and directors. And I wasn't able to prepare for this meeting until the morning. So I'd have like two hours to prepare, get in an hour early at 8 a.m. The meeting would be at 10 a.m. And it would just be so intense and life would just get better once I've presented this, the performance figures for that. Right, for so, that. so you would have a, so you'd finish work on a Friday thinking, oh my gosh, like God, it's the weekend. But then by Sunday, you were panicking because you knew you had to do a presentation yeah, on the Monday. Sunday afternoon. I'd be so Sunday afternoon, you'd start to get panicky, yeah. which is interesting. That's what we and, do. We, we create it, don't we? And, and the thoughts. problem with that is, you know, when you want to be your best, you're not at your best because you're tired, because you've not slept, right? Because exactly. you you know, you are at your best when, you, when you've slept enough. Yeah. The best thing to do is to try a mindfulness or yeah. meditation technique, yeah. really, beforehand. And I think knowing, because you've now got the experience that how difficult it was because you didn't sleep the night before. So what you've got to do is, I think, is that we've got your preparation for your, for your presentation. But actually, part of that presentation is preparing for sleep the night before. Yeah. And it's a longer thing. I suppose yeah. just, I've got a two-hour presentation or whatever it might be. Right? Actually, I've got a 10-hour presentation and the first eight hours of that is sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think change your mindset. Also, seeing yourself doing that presentation really well on the Sunday and then doing those, you know, our sign technique where you do some really big size, but you've got to see yourself doing it really positively first because that kind of acts like a rehearsal. Yeah. So, and, and doing those size and, and, and realising that people are there to listen to you because they want to listen to you and you've smashed it every week and it's been absolutely fine and they're still your work colleagues and they, you know, they won't think any worse of you if you were to say something that wasn't quite right. You know, that's from, from your sleep perspective, but from the sweating perspective, just so you know what that is, because I think that, you know, part of things that, that make or make, make us worry more is when we don't quite understand things um so with regards to why do you sweat mm. or, or even some people shiver so it's either sweating or shivering when we feel anxious the reason that is because our fight or flight response makes adrenaline rush into our body so that our body temperature can rise and then obviously as your body temperature rises to kind of dilate all those blood vessels etc your body's then going oh my gosh i'm hot so then it, it activates what it needs to do to sort of like cool itself cool it down, down which is why we sweat we sweat to cool ourselves down so that's why you start to feel cold so there you go at least you know what it is 
Now I know. Amazing. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, get back right, to it. Well, the good thing is you don't have to do those presentations anymore say, either. So it's, it's solved itself, there hasn't you go. it? Yeah. Five minutes right. and fix. But actually, <laughs> actually, now I know I might actually schedule some presentations for Monday mornings yeah. for you. Okay. Yeah, just to test you. To test you. Also, meditators. Yeah, Sunday yeah. Night. Get, get meditators. Yeah. How it feels. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Anthony. Thanks. See, See you later. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Uh, one of the other things is cold hands and feet. Yes. Yes, yes some people true. do get cold hands and feet. Yeah, and tingling as well. And then what about another one that we hear quite often? And again, people might not even realise this, but... Muscle pain, limb pain, you know, when your arms and legs feel really heavy yes. and tired. Just going back to the cold, though, yeah. uh, I'd like to share with you. Have you any idea what one shepherd said to the other shepherd on a cold winter's night? I don't. He said, I'm freezing. Let's get the flock out of here. <laughs> also not a bad like that? Yes, today, all right, though. look. Yeah, hey. that's good. Yeah. yeah, but go on, you were saying... And you, you were saying yeah, another, no, I was yeah. saying about lesser known symptoms of anxiety. Yeah. So um, you've said cold hands and feet, yeah. skin tingling and numbness, limb pain and, and that heavy feeling. So your arms and legs might feel really heavy because your blood You won't necessarily down, think you. that limb pain had anything to do with anxiety, yeah, though, would you? Yeah, no, but if you think, you know, if you observe your physiology when you're feeling anxious, you really kind of tense up, don't you? So you get you get really, really tense your physiology if you think about it sort of they kind of round their shoulders and turn themselves in and then obviously so that creates bad posture and that bad posture can lead 
to aches, pains, muscle True. pains, those muscles tightening. I must have I'm not considered that myself. Yeah, no, so that's you know, that's that's got a bearing. So it's something that we need to consider. And you know, I'm sorry, I was just thinking about when I said to you that mine is like I really need to go to the toilet. What I forgot to mention is that part of our fight or flight response, because we are just like so efficient, our body's so amazing, that our dump response kicks in. So basically to make us lighter, which is another reason why we feel like we need to go to the toilet. Yeah. But it just... You can also want to uh, throw up as well. Yes. Well, we call yeah, it yeah, three yeah. Ps, don't we, when we talk about well, it in the do. workshops? Well, you do, Yes. Poop, puke, pee. So yeah. it's one of those that, that normally happens when we f- sort of feel anxious. But I was just thinking, talking about poop, and honestly, this really made me laugh. I was literally thinking about this morning as I was getting ready. Um, do you remember... Are you confessing something here? No, 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 no. It's just something that made me giggle, really. If you remember. So our, our, our approach with everything... You know, that when it, did it start? When did it start? What happened? And then positive evidence to change your perspective. So if you remember a couple of weeks ago when we were doing a workshop in, where were we? I think we were in Glasgow. Oh, it was Glasgow. And there was a lady that put on, she had a bird phobia. And she told us when it started. And we were making real good progress with her. And because she was saying that this that she was a little girl and a bird had got caught in, in the house. And it was kind of flying against the window and it wanted to get out. And, and we were like, well, hang on a second. Who was the most distressed there? And what was it trying to do? Was it trying to hurt you yeah, or yeah, get yeah. away from you? She's like, it was getting away from you. Anyway, we were making really good progress. And then one of us, I don't know if you remember, said, uh, obviously trying to get her to now see birds in a better light and loads of positivity. And, and I think it was you actually said, so I think we've established it wasn't the bird's fault. The bird was trying to get away from you. It didn't want to hurt you. It was just trying to get out. Um, so what's the bird ever done to you? And she said, it shits on me washing. <laughs> that one it just really tickled me um it's funny you should talk about shit two flies sat on dog poo right you know as they do yeah you know, dog poo, the, the, the two flies are there one of them farts yeah and the other one says do you mind i'm eating <laughs> <laughs> wow you like that didn't you yeah Okay, right. All right. Oh, take a breath. Um, but uh, yeah, sorry. But well, that was funny. That did, uh, that did actually you know totally you... throw on my back because where was what's a bird ever done to you? And that was a justification yeah. that yeah. the birds had yeah. pooed on the washing. Yeah, but yeah. That, 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 that one took my breath away. Not not the fart from the fly, the, yeah. Yeah, the joke actually. Which again, breathlessness is another symptom of when we're feeling anxious because we're kind of our body's trying to take more more oxygen in and we the pattern of our breathing is kind of disturbed so that also has an impact another what about uh, indecisiveness i mean believe it or not because you feel like you're in threat you feel confused you don't want to, you don't know what's going on you, you want to just keep away from things so you, you can be indecisive you can create a fear of judgment yeah because you don't want to be judged or, or, or then sort of start to feel that you can't make good decisions and depersonalization is yes. another one well, isn't that's it part of it isn't it depersonalization yeah. and, and a lot of people talk to us about depersonalization but again i think that that feeling oh, I think that was Liv just walking through. Um, that feeling that you're not really there, again, that can come down to two things, can't it? Because when we feel that we're really fearful and our fight or flight response kicks in, that then dilates our pupils. So, and, and the reason that it does that is for good reason, isn't it? So that you have a bigger peripheral yes. vision and you can see, you can identify or see more dangers. However, that widening of, of those pupils and the world then becomes makes it sort of feel like it's bigger and like feels very imposing. So that can have that feeling and, and sensation. One of them that amazes me is getting spots and acne mm. because you assume that that's something entirely different. However, 
because of the increased production of the stress hormone, yep. it can create more oil and therefore it can clog pores. Yeah. So, and you sweat more. You know, but all these things, let's not lose sight, all these things are symptoms absolutely. of the fact that we have made a decision at some point in our past to protect us from something. Yeah. And, and all these are symptoms yeah. of that protection. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the answer, if you want to stop all these things is, and we say it all the time, get a timeline out and look at what points in your past did you feel embarrassed? Did you feel frightened? Did you feel... Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Nervous. Laughed at. But, but basically, you didn't feel great. Yeah. You know, let's look at that. And, and what, what was it? And when you look at that, how can you then look at it in a different perspective? Because yeah. ultimately, whatever it was, you got over it. Mm. If it's in the past, you survived it. So how can you, you know, look at it in a different way? And that great saying that, you know, you know, one day we'll look back at this and laugh. Well, why wait? But our formula yeah. is literally based on find the origin, understand the origin. And you might not even realise that that is the origin, which is why a timeline is fantastic, because you might start to work things through things on your timeline that you didn't even realise are impacting you today. So you write your timeline, you score everything on that timeline out of 10. How, it, how bad did it feel when this thing happened? How bad did it feel at that moment? Because it's how it felt back then that is important. That's right, and you've got to look to your childhood. And the reason why your childhood is important is because as a child, you don't have the cognition to understand those situations because your brain's not developed yeah. enough. So you make interpretations that, as an adult, are so far from the mark that you get things wrong, and that's what's causing this. You can take your timeline to a therapist, obviously. CBT's great, talking therapies are great, psychotherapy, counselling. Go through your timeline, all these events with, with but, somebody. But start, what you. are you going to see in therapy? Get a timeline first. Yeah, take because, it with you. Yeah, because you don't want to sit in therapy for hours and hours and weeks and years on end talking about stuff that isn't relevant right talking about symptoms you want to talk about the causes and put those in perspective change perspective on it and then actually be able to see things for what they are from an adult's point of view and that might be even things that you learned things that you might have misunderstood things that you might now because of what happened are able to help other people so it's kind of putting a positive spin on it so that's kind of your long-term plan yes that's to find the origins that's to find the cause but in the short term you know you're feeling anxious, you're having these sweats or your heart's beating fast or, you know, you've got any of these the symptoms that we were talking about, the limping, etc. Okay, et well, well, first thing, number one, understand anxiety, right? See it, know that these are symptomatic behaviours and symptoms based on something, something that you've set up. Like right, a smoke okay. alarm. Yeah. We always said smoke, smoke alarm. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, you, it's, like a, it's like a smoke alarm that's going off when, the, when you're burning toast instead of a real fire. You and you do that a lot, You set your smoke yes. alarm to be overprotective, oversensitive. So the smoke alarm will save your life. There's no doubt about it. And that's what our fight or flight mechanism does. It can save our life. But because we've linked it to the wrong things, it can become oversensitive. And therefore, as you said, you can you can burn toast and then it will set the alarm off. But you know that there's not a problem because you know that you burn the toast. Well, by understanding, I think, another analogy for you, it's like turning the dial down on the toaster. So you don't burn the toast as easily. Nice. I, okay. I'm going to give you that. I Thank like you. that. I'm glad you came along to join me today. Yes. Um, so understanding. Yes. And I think we've covered that. Yeah, we? we have. Okay. And, and I think 54321 is lovely as well because it's kind of a centering technique. It's a distraction and it just helps to calm you down. So you literally just stop in the moment, look around you, 
choose five things that you can see, but really look at them. Like the yeah, don't. Them. Yeah, don't yeah. Just and, like, oh, you know, don't just go like, you know, cup, plate, carpet, door. Like really look at them. And then, you know, so five things that you can see, four things that you can hear, whether that's traffic, you're breathing, something moving, three things that you can touch. So that's different textures, your carpet, the hair, fabric, your skin. Two things that you can smell. So anything at all that's around you, your perfume, your deodorant, the person sat next to you. And then one thing that you can taste. So if you do have something in front of you, then savour it. And what you're actually doing with that is you're... Bringing yourself down into the moment and grounding yourself. Grounding. And then also things like music can be very helpful and calming, as can meditation and relaxation and yoga and exercise, but also our sign technique. Yes. There's been a lot of studies carried out about sighing, as simple as it sounds. It's a psychological and physiological reset. It is. And yes. what it basically, what they've discovered is that when we sigh, like a really good big sigh. So we're talking like, you know, two, three, four, nice big sighs where you drop your shoulders, where you sink your bum into the sea or wherever you stood, you're kind of letting your shoulders and your muscles kind of relax. And these big sighs, science that has shown that when we do these big sighs, It helps to release alpha waves in our brain, which is what we release when we are practicing mindfulness and meditation. So if I feel nervous, if we're doing live television and I'm feeling a little bit, a little bit nervous, then I sigh. Saw you doing it yesterday. I did do it yesterday. I saw you doing it yesterday. I did. did. It's just a great, you know, because we're all normal. We all have moments where, you know, we might feel nervous, we might feel anxious and and that's normal. So. And my favourite, I've got to say, laughter. You see, if you laugh, you cannot be anxious at all. You can't be anxious. And so, in an attempt to make people laugh, I'm going to say, why did the chicken cross the road? It's one of it's one of those go-to jokes, isn't it? Why did the chicken cross the road? I don't know. Well, because he was walking towards a group of other chickens and he's got social anxiety. That's why he crossed, because he wanted to walk away. We will actually be here again next week. But in the meantime, please do subscribe to our podcast on your favourite podcast app. And while you're there, we'd absolutely be so grateful and it'd be so fantastic if you could leave a rating and a review. And you can get in touch with us on Facebook, The Speakman's Official, on Instagram, The Speakman's, or Twitter, the underscore Speakman's. We'd love to know what you'd like us to talk through with you. Is there something in particular that might be troubling you? Is there maybe something that's stopping you from making a big change in your life? So please do use the hashtag making the change and we're really looking forward to hearing from you. So until next week, we would like to give another big thanks to our producer Anushka Tate for Orion Publishing Limited and of course the biggest thanks to you for listening. So until next time, Keep making the change. Bye. This podcast is not a substitute for medical or psychological intervention, nor is the content intended to replace therapy or medical help or advice. We would therefore always strongly encourage you to speak with your doctor or health professional about how you are feeling and also... Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. 
Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. To inquire about counselling or therapy.